This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. to introduce you to somebody fabulous but first let me say hi to some people robert is here yay hi robert and so is kim smith wonderful hello kim and robert already gave me a donation i see so i will try to work you in but i need to know that we have another guest on the show yay <laughs> And let's see, Ruth is here. Hi, Ruth. Yay. Thank you for showing up. I love it. And uh, Richard is here. Yay. Good to see you. Thank you for all for being here. And I want you to, to introduce to you, if you don't already know her, Suzanne Wyman. She is a wonderful uh, psychic and healer and visionary, I would say. And she's going to demonstrate on me today. And I'm so excited about that. I'm excited to feel what she does and to experience what she does. And um, yeah, let's get on with the show. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for bringing me on. And thanks for being a willing participant because... Um, Absolutely. Because we don't we don't know what we're gonna find. I and mean, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna do the show, and I'm gonna do my work and I'm gonna explain it as I go along. But we don't mm -hmm. we don't actually know what's gonna happen. We don't have any idea. We're venturing out right. on an active faith and yeah, let's see what happens. So <clears throat> the way I'd like to do it, if you don't mind, is um I tune into your chakras and people mm -hmm. always ask this question. They always go, the telephone, in person, which one's better? You know, if you're an energy worker, I personally prefer to work through a computer or a telephone or in person, but anything works, really. A photograph, anything really oh, yeah. works. Mm -hmm. No difference, really no difference. Energy is energy and it circles around and moves. So yeah, it's not that big of a deal. So right. it's kind of it's interesting. Your first chakra is amazingly bright and really colorful and has a ton of gold light in it right now. So it tells me a couple of different things about you. One is, is that you have a really great sense of direction. You don't have any problem with navigating on the planet. 
You don't get lost easily. You have a fine sense of direction. You also have a real connection to nature. So it's not really hard. (laughs) Not hard for you to connect with nature and to, you know, honor, you know, whatever sort of native energy that you're working with. So those things Mm -hmm. are really easy. There is like this uh, gold swirl. It reminds me of what a spring would look like. And it looks like you're attempting to make movement to go into your true divine nature as far as your direction, your path and your life at this point. Okay. Sounds fabulous. Okay. But can you, (laughs) thanks. Can you kind of give us a little bit of interaction? Is there, is that fit with what's going on in your life right now? (coughs) Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Um, So the first chakra for anybody who doesn't know is the root chakra. And that has to do with, um, community, which I feel like I have community all over the United States and somewhere, some places all over the world, you know? So, um, so yes, that fits. And I also am expanding everything that I do. So, um, so yes, that is very fitting too. Yes. Okay. So let's go, let's go to the next part of the explanation is, is that chakra one and which is your root chakra and your seventh chakra, which is your crown chakra pair. So Mm -hmm. if you, if you have your sense of direction and you have it hooked into your enlightened state, a lot of your problems are really solved. Your body is always protected. So um, people We've all spent a lot of time understanding the color and understanding the age progression and everything else. But now we're in a different place and we're looking at the picture of what actually happens when a person doesn't have their root chakra joined with their crown chakra. They basically, they're not protected. But for you, it's interesting because the first thing that came up when I looked at that is that your crown chakra is rotating um, not in the traditional female direction. It's operating. It's operating in the more masculine direction. Although that's not definitive. That's just an observation. Um, mm-hmm. But it does say that you had some sort of a challenge six weeks ago. So forty days and forty nights back. Forty days and forty nights back. We go, and that will bring us to a different date. And I think that that might be um, near the time when your father was passing. Yes. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not that it's not that it did like, it's not like a damaging experience, but it's just sort of an observational thing of that. It's that that chakra says, you know, it's still recovering from what happened 40 days and 40 nights ago. Okay. So six weeks back. So I don't know. Okay. But that sort of matches Mm -hmm. up with your story, right? Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. Um, it also says that you've spent a lot of time taking and putting energy out of your crown chakra to protect, caretake, um, pray, and nourish other individuals. So a lot of that very, very high voltage energy you have shared quite freely with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Agreed. <laughs> I think everybody that's listening to this show would agree with that. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, it's interesting to me as an observer because it's not the absolute highest piece of energy that we access in our human existence, but usually people are very conservative with that piece of energy, but you're not. You're like, oh, it's fine. There's plenty of it. Let's just, you know, but you've sort of developed this thing of setting out antennas from it, like different points and stuff like that. Oh, I sense this person who I love and care about is in a difficult place. And then you'll take and make that contact and ask those questions. So it's through your connections that you feel as if you've nourished your current life. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So then we go to chakra number two and chakra number two, which is called the sacral chakra is also um, our relationship chakra. It's probably one of the most durable chakras there is. It's like really durable. Um, And it pairs with your throat chakra. And so um, you'll find that most people don't really have the voice to speak up in relationship matters until they get a little older and a little bit more certain of themselves. 
And so it's any time in your 35th year that you can have what I call the connection between chakra number two and chakra number five. But that relates to your voice, finding your voice in the relationship. And so the first thing that happens when I tune into your second chakra is, is that that second chakra talks about like three really important people in your life died between the ages of seven and 14 for you as a person. And so that's the, you want to think about that a little bit? <clears throat> Did you say three? I said there were three people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it, uh, it looks. Yeah. My mom was the most important that died at that age. Um, my great uncle, also and you said between 12 and 14 yeah no no no. between seven and 14. oh seven age seven and age 14. okay so it it doesn't look like you maybe understood the significance of that person but it looks like it happened in that chapter and you were aware of it and then Mm -hmm. later on that person played an important role in your life and then you didn't understand why they had a lot of the problems that they did in their own life. Hmm. Yeah. That okay. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <clears throat> chakra, chakra number two and five, those are those are paired up really nicely. I see really good harmony in there. I see, I see you feeling good about speaking up for yourself, addressing things as they come up, not waiting on your problems. You've got something to say, you say it right then and there, you get it over with, and you move on to the next part of the equation. And this I try to do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this chapter of your life has been kind of like trying to find a way to get people to listen to what you have to say without being pushy or trying to create some sort of an argument or a a falling out of some sort. So you've been more careful, but you still have been very plain spoken. And that is one of your great strengths. Okay. But really good connection Mm -hmm. there. Really, really good connection. So now we're going to go to chakra number three. And chakra number three is such an interesting piece because chakra number three is... The last of our chakras that relate to animal nature, and I'm going to take and grab a book that I can be, I want to be really certain that I discuss this correctly. I don't want any misinformation out there. So I'm going to grab my book, which is in the place I knew it was. What a miracle. So chakra number three is wisdom, order, and strength. And so it has three spots. It has the, it has the liver, and it has um, the point of entry into your stomach, and then it has on the back side of that it has strength. So those three chakras, those three points have to be in alignment for the third chakra to really be able to pair up to the next one, and the one that it pairs up with is of course the heart chakra. So three and four are the movement that you get when you have this feeling of passion about what you love, what you're doing, and you have this wisdom, and you know how to do it, and you create this movement. And so it goes back and forth, like playing with flute energy, okay? Mm -hmm. So when I look at that with you, it's interesting, because it says that you use your liver energy excessively to pull in information from out in the ethers. So our liver is like this giant satellite dish pulling in all of this information and then we metabolize how that affects us. But you actually use your liver energy to um, solve problems for other people, using yourself sort of like as a, a vehicle, putting yourself into sort of an altered state and pulling that ethereal energy through your liver, making sense of the wisdom, the order, and using your own strength in order to prosper individuals to go to their place of love. Hmm. Okay. You're so, and the interesting thing that it says that has happened recently is, is that you really came to understand that you have a lot more energy there and that you were able to drop a piece of anger. You were able to drop a piece of hurt 
feelings recently and that freed up a lot of energy and you were able to create more momentum. So um, yes. it's kind of surprising, you know, I, I don't know about you, Marcia, but I hate surprises. My work has got plenty of surprises in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need more, but. <laughs> so um and, and my sweet husband he's like oh how about if we just make this present how about if we don't ever make any surprises <laughs> okay yeah but mm -hmm. <clears throat> I think the interesting thing of it is is that I think that you and it says it's that same chapter of time it says that you went through a shift you looked at the material that was around you and then you were surprised by what you understood. And so as the result of that understanding, you were able to come back into the place of loving yourself more deeply, caring for yourself more meticulously and investing in yourself more thoroughly. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and I know I'm surprising you and putting you on the spot here, but you want to talk a little bit about what you discovered? You don't have to give us specifics. You talk a little bit about what you discovered that was uh, the sense of... Uh, so I always explain it this way. Rage is yellow. Rage, as far as a in energetic color, is yellow because rage protects you. So if mm -hmm. somebody becomes enraged, it's because they feel vulnerable in some way, mm -hmm. somehow, some shape, some form. They're vulnerable, and that energy is held in the liver, okay? So when we look at this, we look at this equation, it's kind of like through what happened, you actually saw that you never let yourself experience the rage. You had hurt feelings, you had anger, but then for the first time you actually saw it, and you were like, oh, I know what this is. I understand how I have halted this process. So you are in a growth cycle in the third chakra. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Can, without, without oh. giving, up, without giving up your personal story, you want to talk about that a, a tiny bit? Well, I don't mind, unless you don't want to hear my personal story, I don't mind telling it. So. I, I, I really don't. So can we, okay. can we just, can we just, okay. I so can, I can make a, so so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a timeline to it. So um, birth, actually conception to seven is chakra number one, our sacred, our um, root chakra. Our second chakra is age seven to 14. That's our sacral chakra. And this is the solar plexus. And this mm -hmm. is about order, wisdom, and strength. And it's age 14 to 21. Mm-hmm. What, a, what an incredibly important developmental stage. So I know, so I know mm -hmm. something happened at, your chakra says it was age 15. Uh-huh. So it says yeah. age 15, and basically you didn't experience a lot of your feelings. And then you went through your challenge recently, and then you actually tapped in to what that pain was about. So that's what I'm kind of curious about. Yeah, um, in a really short version, my dad kicked me out of the house at age 15. And so I went to live with my sister, um, never was allowed back in his house until, um, wow. well, he actually asked one of us to come live with him or move him down to our house. And we weren't able to do that, but I was able to get him set up with my stepsister. Well, anyway, it happened that his, my stepsister was able to move in with him and take care of him. And then when he passed away, a lot of healing happened. Okay. So that's a short, short version. Yeah. So. So. So now you're you've you're healing you're healing this issue. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I always have a cough drop around. I can't believe it. Okay. So. Here we are in chakra number three, and chakra number three doesn't get the full movement of chakra number four, the heart, the love, until it's actually moving like a lot of energy. So 
you've got to be going through a, it's like when I look at that, when I look at your heart chakra, it reminds me of one of those flip page books. It's like this imagery of pages of your story, just flip through just as fast as you can go. So one of the things is, is that you've looked at it and you've said, well, now I understand why I couldn't do some of these things. I tried to succeed. I tried to accomplish these things. I tried to create understanding. I tried to create these connections, but I couldn't do it because I didn't have this third chakra in order. I didn't have strength, wisdom, and order in a way that was, you know, usable for myself. Right. So then we, we take you from age 21 of the heart chakra to age 28. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so now we move into the throat chakra and between 28 and 35, you find how to speak in relationships. And the first thing that chakra tells me is that chakra tells me that you didn't feel understood in that chapter of your life at all, that it was probably one of the most complicated. No, no. No, I mean, absolutely. But yes, that's true. I did not feel understood. <laughs> yeah, so you didn't feel understood. You couldn't communicate what you wanted to communicate. You felt as if nobody could really hear you. And instead mm -hmm. of trying to, you know, use the traditional tools of, you know, maybe a 12-step program or counseling or therapy or psych meds that most people would turn to, you said, I, if I could simply connect to nature and the great outdoors... I will get my energy back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of times you put yourself through um, chapters of where you didn't have enough food and where you were cold and, and where it was just really hard going, rough, rough uh, work. And you put yourself into that position because you decided that if your, if your human family could not hear your cries for help, then your nature family would, and you were right, they did. And it healed you, it really, really healed you. Um, but it's an interesting thing because that is where the opening is. There is that opening in that throat chakra. And the theory of things is, is that that chakra is about power. So personal mm -hmm. power, right? And they say that it's um, actually the root of the tongue. And if you look at anatomy, and you look at where the root of the tongue would be and everything else. It's Philip, you know, if we talk about the Christian, you know, concept as a disciple. But basically what it is, is it's your own sense of personal empowerment. It is your own sense of power in the world and how to speak up for yourself, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and the piece that comes with that now is, is that you're taking the time to go and talk to different family members that you may have been close to and lost contact with, or people that you were once really close friends with, and you um, felt as if they didn't really understand the real story of what happened. You've taken the time to go back to them and listen to what they had to say and to ask them questions about what you don't know about because you weren't there. You know, it was a lot of years that you were, you know, um, you know, you were in an estrangement of a certain level from your family of origins. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Right. I, is there a different word you'd prefer I use than estrangement? No, that's pretty fitting. Okay. It wasn't that I was pushing them away or that they were pushing me away. Just we didn't see each other. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in your relationships, you didn't feel as if you were understood. So you, you minimize right. the amount of risk in those relationships, you know? So, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of an interesting thing because that is the area now that we're ready to heal. This is, this is, this is the point that this is the place that needs healing. This is the chakra that was, you know, cumulatively damaged chakra number three. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. not as concerned about that one, but I am concerned about the throat chakra. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and then yeah. if we go to the third eye and um, the third eye is understanding, right? Understanding will yeah. um, imagination and the act of faith. Right. And that pairs. And, and this is not my original work. Brew Joy writes about this. He wrote the book, uh, 
Joy's Way. It's a classic book. Uh, it was written in the 70s. Uh, so chakra number six pairs with what's called our eighth chakra or our transpersonal chakra. And this is um, this is the one that is painted like a halo in art and so forth. And it is just runs around like a circle and it has little orbs attached to it anywhere from, you know, one to 21. We really don't know. Some people have an enormous number of them and some people only have one. I don't have any answer. I don't, I don't even know if it's significant. I mean, to be absolutely honest with you, I don't even know if it really even matters to anything, but the, the interesting explanation here is, is, is that your, your second chakra is not full, is not completely full, hasn't received its full energy, hasn't come into its full balance, and your throat chakra has an actual opening inside of it. I think you like that opening because you can use it to pull energy through, but for a period of time while it heals, I would just like to ask that you not do that. Okay? Okay. So it's it's up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back now after we've done. Okay, so first question: Is there any part of that that I described that's not clear? No, I don't think so. I think it's pretty clear. Yeah. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything? Anything uh, you want to add to that? Like any sort of thing you want to talk about for like a minute? Because I I can I can. Th- feel and see you stumbling over a piece of material that kind of explains where it happened. Explains where it happened. So the thing about the, maybe I should ask about the thing about the throat chakra. Um, I guess I wasn't aware that I was using a hole to pull things in, in my throat chakra. So um, how would I know to not use that? So here's the thing that you're doing with people. You're working with people and you're placing them in an altered state and you're using, you know, a, a vocal quality, but you're using a vocal quality that comes from spiritual energy. And instead of using your crown chakra, like, which would be sending light through the hands um, leaving light prints with your feet. Some people send energy through their feet and that's how other people follow that person. They're unaware of it, but those little light prints are like, you know, like a little, um, like a little path or roadway marker for people to follow. Other people Mm -hmm. send light through their hands. And when they Mm -hmm. do that, you know, they, people know that they're like being touched, they're being healed. Um, laying Mm -hmm. on of hands is the most popular concept that we work with today. Um, but, and then there's people that send light, um, through their eyes. And then there's people who send light through their heart. Mm -hmm. Okay. So those are, and those are all the basic concepts that are addressed in our metaphysical training and education and our learning. Right. And the chakras are always, always adjusted, observed and balanced through the front, never through the back. I've met people that were permanently um, psychotic as the result of allowing somebody to adjust from the back. Hmm. So, um, okay. always from the front. It's mm-hmm. it's easier to move the energy on the back. So these, yeah, people do it, and you know that's my piece of it. That's my warning: is you uh-huh. just do it from the front. It takes more energy. It takes more effort. It takes more clarity. It takes more discipline. It takes many things, but it's more work. Basically, it's just more work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in this in this place of power, wanting to have a sense of spiritual empowerment and touch into spiritual energy, you're using this throat chakra for power. And so people go into an altered state and then you allow this energy to come from outside of yourself and to move through that chakra. And so it's not that there's necessarily, there's nothing negative in this world, right? There's nothing negative. Mm-hmm. It's just that it has the potential to not be beneficial for you. Uh-huh. Okay. okay? So when I describe what you're doing with your voice, can you see how you're doing that? I can understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Or did you want me to be more specific? 
Well, I, I feel like you use a combination of things. So I'm moving energy with my hands all the time as well. Okay. I'm also moving energy out my feet. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily like healing people, but constantly moving energy out my feet so that I'm getting rid of it off, putting it out. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's an interest. It's an interesting sort of, well, first of all, you and I don't actually know each other. You know, True. we've yeah. talked, we've talked on the phone and, uh -huh. um, you know, I called you at one point and, and then I called you at another point and we had a conversation, but we don't actually know each other. So there is sort of, um, I wouldn't say there was like a reservation, but there's definitely, you know, I don't really know that much about you and you don't know much about me either. Right. right? Yeah. So we're sitting down, we're hashing out a deeply personal conversation with you. And so I'm going to, I'm going to be more specific with you. So okay. you use hypnosis to help people access, you know, addictions, uh, negative habits or bad memories. I believe I, that's what your chakra says you do. Absolutely. And you, you mm -hmm. use that. And then it's not that you would tell me that you heal them. It's that you help them access a grounding anchoring place within themselves to stay centered and not go out on this behavior, which is, causing them conflict and inner turmoil. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, and, and I kind of, I kind of wish I heard this more. I'm, um, you can't help people heal things that you yourself haven't healed. Right. Really? So if you don't, mm -hmm. if you don't have knowledge about how that healed for you or how that, how you made it through an obstacle and, you don't really have anything to share with people. And I tell people all the time, I don't offer advice on things that I don't have a lot of success in or that I personally have not overcome. I don't just say, oh, this is stock advice. This is what you should do. I don't do that. If I don't no. have information on it, I'm like, no. Right. So here's, here's mm -hmm. what you're doing. I think this is what I think, but I don't know. And this is where you have to sort of tell me. Okay. Um, I think what you're doing is, is that when you're taking and working with somebody and you're doing some sort of a hypnotic meditative process, you're. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Putting yourself in a hypnotic meditative state in order to create better energetic access. Okay. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's, um, it's, it's referred to as a dissociative experience. Right? Yeah. Right. Cause your mm -hmm. exterior of the body, right. Mm -hmm. You're in spirit form. You're not working from a physical form. You're working from the spiritual energy. And mm -hmm. then you're taking that energy from the spiritual body and you're using that energy in order to assist people. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, um, and it's not bad or good or anything. I'm not judging it. I'm just right. saying that this chakra has a hole in it from doing that practice. Okay. 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 So, up to you what you would like to do about that. Well, I would like to fix that. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's fix it then. So have you at this point in time in your life uh, 
worked out a lot of your difficulty about communicating for yourself in a relationship? Or is that still an issue? I guess that depends on what kind of relationship it is. In a romantic relationship, I haven't had the <laughs> the opportunity, I guess, because I haven't been really together or with anyone for about six years now. So, so, um, so I, I, I just, I'm, I'm going to draw a couple of lines in here, and then we're gonna, mm -hmm. we're gonna look at it, and then we're gonna go to work at it. And I, so your, your chakras work like a stacking process. They stack one on top of the other. They connect one. They connect and then they stack and it forms this geometric pattern, which is what the Hindus do in their mandalas. So, mm -hmm. um, it, and I happen to really enjoy studying the Hindu concepts for looking at chakras. I enjoy it. It's just very, um, it's ancient. It's, it's really, it's really very good. Um, but what's happening is, is that, your second chakra, which is age seven to 14, isn't full. And then your fifth chakra has a hole inside of it and you're using that for your work. And, you know, it just a general comment is, is that we don't take and circulate energy in that way, not because it's wrong, but because it requires more self-discipline and structure to do it more appropriately and not deplete ourselves. Not saying you've depleted yourself, but eventually there's a high potential that you could deplete that energy. And your voice is your work. Right. Okay. So, mm -hmm. so there were three people that died between the ages of seven and age 14. And do you know the three people who died? I mean, your mother, that's a huge piece. That's huge. Right. And then did, did your stepmother enter oh, in? My grandmother or my grandpa, my grandpa and my great uncle, all three of them died that between those ages. Okay. And were you close to your grandfather? In a way. <laughs> I yes. also found him kind of abusive, but I found my dad abusive too. So uh, verbally, not, not necessarily physically. So was your grandfather the sort of the, individual who keep kept your father grounded and kept him in the world and kept him centered. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. So, so that was the loss wasn't necessarily your attachment to your grandfather, your father's father, but it was the loss of your father being attached and how he began to unravel because mm -hmm. of that. Right. Mm -hmm. right. So did your father then in that that piece did he then take and find himself another wife he did right immediately five months later he was married <sighs> yeah and then not it might have been five or six months later beyond that that is when i got kicked out so right and did they have children together my stepmother, he, no, but he, uh, he paid way more attention to all of her kids than he did in a, any of us. Right. So, yeah. So, sad, really, really sad, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but now that you look back on it and seeing what your father really was, a, a man who was, female dependent, afraid of women, but needing women, codependent in his relationships with women, needing control and authority. Nobody was allowed to be different from him. You know, he was a person of absolutes. It was his way, no way, or the highway. You were always welcome to choose anytime you wanted. You know, now looking at that piece, you know, and I'm sure in some way or another you picked, you know, other people in your life that had those same qualities. Now looking back at that, as brutal as it was to, you know, be forced into a situation of leaving the family home, um, now can you see why it turned out that way and how it was 
it was better that it happened that way than you remaining and having to submit to your father, give up your identity and become basically an extension of him. Oh, yes, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, that okay. would have been horrible. Mm. So right then when you said that, that, that chakra number two filled up, it filled all the way back up. It wow. Went, it went into its normal place. You probably have a, a better sense of feeling stronger about who and what you are and what you want from people. You just sort of, you feel more connected, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's just. Yeah, it feels different in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good, good. Mm -hmm. So the interesting thing that when you say that, I saw, I saw this immediate shot that went right to your liver. I was like, oh, come on now, don't do that. Don't do the liver energy piece. Oh, no. Okay, so let's talk about liver energy for a minute, okay? Okay. I used to be believed that you, you know, that your heart wasn't the most important organ. It was your liver. And um, <laughs> so, um, and it circulates like a pint of blood every minute. Uh, it controls your lungs. It... Uh, controls your brain, it controls your kidneys, it controls how you digest. It's, it is the most important organ. Um, yeah, we come back around to it. But the other part of it is, is that it connects us to the cosmos, it connects us to um, the great ethereal net. Mm -hmm. So instead of you experiencing the pain of what it was to be rejected, um, by your father, you'd been orphaned by your mother, and then your father rejected you and made you an orphan one more time at a more complete level. So you became the wounded orphan child. So you probably spent a lot of time and energy trying to figure out what your place was in the world. Okay? Yes. <laughs> that is definitely true. Yes. Okay. And so um, through a lot of different things of trying to go into nature and to actually understand ritual sacrifice and what those defining pieces were, you used your liver to connect to that ethereal nut and that ethereal energy. And you pulled that energy in and became very adept at it. But you didn't use it for yourself. You used it for helping people to, you kind of became a specialist at helping people to heal from rage, anger, hurt feelings, displacement, all the things that you had had to sort of overcome. And so you kind of learned how to access that piece of energy in a way that I don't want to say that it was a deficiency, but it was costly. It was very, very costly. One of the first things that happens to me when I tune into that is I see you as a person um, between the ages of um, 15 and 21 thinking, wow, I did all that for them and helped their life improve and they can't be friends with me. It was a mystery to you as to how you ended up feeling rejected after doing so much to help people improve their life. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I assume at some point or another, you realize that you were giving this very precious healing energy to the wrong people. Yes. <laughs> okay. But not without yeah. having been taken advantage of in a few different situations. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So today, when I take and I bring you into this place and I tell you, okay, we got that chakra filled up, it's moving, and literally the, the shape of it is, is lovely, it's perfect, the coloration on it's lovely, the pulsing of the different pieces is just moving really nice, and then as soon as you felt that feeling, bang, you went right into your liver energy. You know, like, oh, it's rather than trust and connect with a human being, I'd rather trust and connect with the ethereal, ethernet, um, great cosmos energy, because I know that that energy is there for me. But in order for, for you to get the full potential of all of your energy, you have got to take and go through this process. And I... 
are you um are you second born daughter from your father yes okay you're second born me a minute i'm yeah but yes so second born daughter is like mother okay hmm. so first born daughter is like father okay and, and second born daughter is like mother oh well yeah that makes sense yes i am okay. definitely like my mom okay so when we take apart the pieces of what happened, how could your father have the face, the energy, and the voice of his wife, his first wife, in the same house of the second wife? How could he have both of those pieces living in the same house? So he, wow. didn't, he didn't kick you out. He had to bury everything that he felt about your mother in order to be able to go on. Because he was so fragile, so ego-centered, so vulnerable as a male, so unsure of what he was, that he had to get rid of his wife. He didn't get rid of you. He got rid of his wife. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You looked the same. You had the same voice. You handled things the same way. You talked to him the same way. And so yeah. it, created this, it created this feeling inside of him that what was he going to do? Because your stepmother, you know, not a bad person, just an, a completely unconscious human being, <laughs> saw mm -hmm. the power you had over him. And without saying, how come she has that much power over you? And saying, look, that's your daughter. It's none of my business. She saw you as the person who could take away her husband and the father to her children. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I guess nobody thought about using a therapist here. I'm, I'm thinking there was no therapy. Oh, no, there was a therapist. I'm just... She was nuts. <laughs> she later lost her license. Right. Uh, Bad yeah. therapy, which is very damaging. I, I, yeah, at least I will give her this. She told me and my dad that I was not schizophrenic. <laughs> so that's happy. <laughs> it was all my fault. Everything that ever happened was all my fault. But I was not schizophrenic, so. It's so tragic because sometimes people that are, you know, locked up in institutions are really not, you know, they're just deeply spiritual human beings who've been really hurt. I, so absolutely, it, yes. That ha that's happened in my family as well. Yeah. So, so interestingly enough, you couldn't, if you got in, if you actually experienced the rage of that chapter you would have you would have devolved into something very different you would have turned it into a very um unhealthy human being so somehow you knew you couldn't ever experience that rage mm -hmm. so you didn't experience it but you were very aware of it so I think you started at some point as a teenager sitting down and just saying it's there. It's part of me. It's like a person. All I have to do is allow it to coexist with me and, and it won't be uncomfortable and it will later serve me. So almost like taking and making your hurt, hard feelings into a person mm -hmm. in your own thought process, in your own thought process. Right. Mm -hmm. So then what happens is, is that because it's liver energy, the um, unexpected gift occurs, which is you become very connected to ethereal energy. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, um, and there's no hurt feelings there. There's no anger. There's just this reserve of energy that is sort of, you know, endless, endless, endless energy. And you have full connection to it. Okay. 
Mm -hmm. I looked at the screen and realized that my room had gotten really dark and I needed to take and turn on some sort of a light because it's sundown here in California. So <laughs> let's see if that helps. Okay, great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that's an interesting um, observation about yourself to use that healing tool. Right. Okay. But when I sit down with you and I say, look, you've got to take and leave that energy centered in chakra number two for a period of time to heal. You have to grieve, you know, the loss of your mother, your, your grandfather, your uncle, but your grandfather's loss was not direct. It was indirect. It was the fact that your father couldn't function without that. Mm -hmm. So that's how it impacted you. Yeah. So once you actually are okay with grieving that, you will not take and access that energy from your liver in order to solve a lot of your problems. Okay. And then we'll have, we'll have the energy going in the relationship zone and we'll have it connecting here to your, um, your throat and you'll find your mm -hmm. sense of power. So it, it really benefits you. Um, we've covered a lot of material in a really intense and short period of time, if you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So um, basically it's been 50 minutes and we have covered, we have covered what, what happened. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of self-discipline, but it's also going to have to be like, you're going to have to have a conversation with me just a little bit further, but the outcome and this is where I want to give you the encouragement. The outcome should be is that you have a sense of empowerment. You have a sense of using your voice effectively and that you don't have to take and use your organs to access this information. You can use your actual energy off your chakras, which is, okay. mm -hmm. is safer, easier, um, more sustaining. The spiritual strength that you get from using chakra energy rather than organ energy, it'll make a real big difference and it won't cost you as much. That will be lovely. Yes. <laughs> talk, talk, talk to me, ask questions, talk to me. So I've always, I mean, I felt like pain that I knew was in my liver for, I don't know, it's probably been years now, but I, so I can tell when it's overworked and I need to massage it and, and help it feel better. But I haven't had anybody give, and give me an answer to why, because I like, I, I'm careful about the medications that I take and I'm, I don't drink alcohol much. Now I, I did go through a period in my life between 21 and I don't know, 35 probably that um, that I did a lot of drugs, but that's long past and things should be healed and and recovered from that, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. it's very interesting to me. Right. But mm -hmm. when I say this, when I, when I go through my own conclusions with you, does it, in your body, does it feel true? Does it feel accurate? Does it feel... Does it it does. Okay, yeah. it resonates. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. mm -hmm. I, I don't think, I don't think it's uncommon for people to not want to experience that sort of deep pain and try and anesthetize it. But I also know that you can't do the spiritual work. If you drink heavily, you just can't do it. No, you can't. You can't. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't drink. I, I mean, I'm an extreme example, no antibiotics, no drinking, you know, mm -hmm. no, nothing, you know, I mean, absolutely nothing, you know, mm -hmm. so, and it's been more than 30, it's been more than 32 years that I've lived like that. And yeah. I, I can't ask other people to do that, of course, but you know, this, this is what I have done, you know? So mm -hmm. um, when you, when you take in what happens, so you're taking and using this, this piece of energy um, in your liver and you're working it, you know, 
whenever you would take and drink, you would like, it would be like, there'd be like a piece of fabric that starts to unravel. And now all these years later, you've taken and you've gathered these pieces up. But what it did is it made it possible for you to understand how to use that energy, which is really great for other people because their lives benefit, their energy benefits, their circumstances change, they, they have like a miraculous experience. Most people don't understand that the best psychic reading you ever get will not be remembered. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's not really too helpful to us in our work. Um, <laughs> right? I know. <laughs> right? I mean, it's not real helpful. Oh, my life changed. Well, I don't know how it changed. Okay. So, um, yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, it's sort of like one of those oddities, but mm -hmm. when you understand that you're using energy that you should be using for yourself, in order to get yourself to your heart energy. So the Hindu, some of the Hindu um, drawings show um, a section of the heart that is called the higher, they put a little turquoise um, heart here and they call it the higher love experience. Mm -hmm. And um, it's kind of interesting because it's not universally accepted. My theory is, is that not all people can get to the place of higher love. So, right. you know, so you're not going to see that on every person with their chakras. You're just not. Um, yeah. So it, it is that, but for your health and for your benefit and for your long-term health benefit, it is worth it for you to stay and, and grieve the, the losses that you experienced as an orphan, as a, as a young person right? Mm -hmm. Basically a child and um, grieve those losses and let that, that energy fill up, right? Fill up mm -hmm. and get bright and everything else. And then learn how to keep that energy of the third chakra centered right in the third chakra. And mm -hmm. then once that happens, then we'll have the exchange of energy. The, they call it in Christianity, the brothers of thunder, Right. So what you feel in your belly inspires your heart. And when that momentum takes over, it just feels like thunder and lightning and movement. And it just feels like you're unstoppable, which you are energetically. But you have never really gotten the full benefit of it from your heart placement because you have this uh, liver energy that you're using to take care of other people and not take care of yourself. Sorry to say it that bluntly. So, no, that's okay. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, mm -hmm. so then we come to this chakra, your throat chakra, and your throat chakra is not, is not in this strong bonded connection between your sacral chakra and your throat chakra. It's like it connects and then it pulls open. It connects and then it pulls open. And that opening feels good. I mean, it feels really good when it happens because it's like a, a rush of energy that happens to you when you are guiding somebody or talking them through a piece. The power mm -hmm. is intense. It's very intense. And so you like that feeling. You like that high. You like that buzz. Who doesn't? Um, but it is, it is uh, potentially it is potentially not beneficial. Okay. Okay. So I should concentrate then. I mean, I, I you're not saying I shouldn't use my voice, right? You should no, you're I'm not saying, saying that at all. No. In an, an entirely different way, correct? I'm saying that you should um, grieve your losses of that age, mm -hmm. get that chakra moving, stop mm -hmm. using your liver energy to have relationships with people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just learn how to take and get that energy to go straight from your, your solar plexus to your heart chakra, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's an exercise of where you imagine those two pieces moving and moving and moving and moving. And then this chakra will heal and you will no longer need to do that for people. A lot of people don't really understand that psychics often give away their energy they're very vital force in order to assist other people in the belief that it serves a greater cause. And it's true, perhaps, but I, I think at this point in time, you're having the awareness of what you, that's why you're having this conversation with me. That's why I showed up this time to talk to you about this um, right yeah. at the time that I did is because you're having the awareness that it has to be different because you should have more energy, not less energy. And that is what you're experiencing is less energy. 
Right. And I think people can, possibly they can sense that I, um, that I do relationships in a different way, maybe. Um, and, and I, I, it seems like I will have closer relationships through this, right? Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. Most, to be mm -hmm. honest with you, in, in my work of working with people with their chakra energy, chakra number three is the one that is probably the most problematic. If you line up your elbows to that, your elbows are, you know, line up to that chakra mm -hmm. number three. Um, mm -hmm. You know, you talk to people about their you know, having elbow problems and your elbows, your strongest joint in your body. And yet people that um, haven't resolved these issues, you know, basically you're doing for other people what you should be doing for yourself and you're mm -hmm. using your energy to make their life better. And then their life gets better and then they forget what you did for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't know if that's really what you want to be doing. Not really. I've, I've wondered for a long time why I don't get um, repeat clients necessarily. You know, I, I don't I don't know if people entirely forget me and they think they might think, wow, she was really powerful. She was really magical. But as far as the shift goes in them, I don't think that they're aware of how much shifted. And so. Um, so I've been looking for a different way to do things to go so that they are aware and not that I need the recognition, but I would like to do come back to me. I mean, I'm really good at this. So why not right. utilize that, you know? <laughs> that's, that's the whole equation because you're using yeah. this energy to improve their lives and your life is, is not improving significantly at the same ratio and that's the equation so no you are not asking for anything you're just talking about the fact what happened here i'll tell you what you did too much for them mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you know um the, the theory is is that if you're outside your body who's taking care of your body right mm -hmm. that's the question and yeah. so my answer to that is is there's nobody watching the house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yes. I know it's oversimplification. And there's a couple more conversations you, can, you and I can have about this to talk about it. But mm -hmm. yeah, this is my first, my very, very first time of doing a public conversation about how I'm doing chakra balancing work mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you know what I'm what I'm doing in that so and I have to say you're honest you're open you're willing you um you didn't take and pull any punches no excuses nothing you kept with the facts you kept to the story you remained accountable it was lovely to do it with you really love right good thank you very much and I know we're out of time <laughs> Um, Robert, I apologize. I will get you a reading at some point, but um, thank you so much, Suzanne, because I thank you for having me. It was great fun. Great. Yeah, great. I, I feel like I can breathe all the way through my chakras now. So, <laughs> wow, really good. Yay. Really, really yeah. good. All yeah. right. Thanks so much. And thanks everyone for being here. Bye bye. <laughs>catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. 
Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.